So if you're marketing for real estate leads, there's actually a right and a wrong way uh, when it comes to handling seller appointments. And if you are not converting as many deals as you would like to be, most likely you're probably doing it the wrong way. In this episode, I'm actually going to share with you the techniques that you should implement to not just convert more deals, but to convert better deals when you are going to your seller appointments, when you're dealing with your sellers. So with that, let's get into the show. Hey guys, this is John Barbera with an Investor's Journey podcast, and we pride ourselves in bringing you pretty much all the real stuff that's working for us in our business. As we grow and scale, we learn techniques, we do different things that are working right now in this market, and we bring them to you. Uh, we share everything with you. So if you ever have any questions or anything, you can always reach out to us. We're always here to help out. And if you're enjoying all this stuff, all this content, make sure to hit subscribe and give us a thumbs up as it helps us get more reach and get out there in front of more people. So, uh, you know, we help you, you help us. Now, this video is a continuation on a series that I've been doing on dealing with sellers. You can find the link up here. It's also going to be down below in the description. Um, we're going everything, you know, as far as the calls, you know, what to say, how to determine whether they're motivated. We've gone over so many things when you're speaking to sellers. So make sure you're checking out that series. So you have all the th things that are working right now that are working for us as we generate our deals day in and day out. Um, make sure you check out that series. It's really going to help you. And in case you did not know, you can actually join our text community. This is where you can text us one-on-one. Uh, if you live in San Antonio, you can actually join our property tours as we walk deals that we're buying, deals that we bought, we're renovating, we're building, whatever it is, you can walk it with us, ask us all the questions. We'll tell you how we found them, how we're funding them, how we're fixing them, contractors, everything, the good, the bad, everything. So in order to do that, just text YouTube 210-794-9898 and you will be a part of the community and you can even text us directly. Like if you have a problem and any, any issues, any holdups that you're having in your business, you shoot us a text and we'll make sure to help you out. And if you stick around to the end, when we start wrapping up this, uh, this episode, I'm actually going to share with you how you can use these techniques to make sure you don't lose your deals to other investors that come in behind you and stuff like that, that are trying to poach deals. We're going to teach you how to make sure that that doesn't happen. So what you got to keep in mind when you are going to seller appointments, when you're talking to seller, when you're, you're doing all this is that if the only thing that's in your head is another transaction, this is just another transaction, another paycheck, something like that, you're not going to be in the right mindset to be able to get the deal, right? You got to be going into all of your appointments into all your negotiations and communication with sellers as a person that's there to help them out. You're there to give them, provide a service of resources, information, and things that's going to actually help out the seller figure out what, what the solution will be to their problem right now, which is their home, right? Or maybe a situation that they're in that selling their home is going to resolve. You got to go in with that mindset. You got to go in with more of a service mindset of more of how can I help them? What can I do to provide them more value? How can I reassure them that, we can handle all of their issues, right? If you go with that mindset, your whole technique, everything, all of these things are going to make so much more sense and they're going to work much, much better. So the first technique that you want to make sure you implement every seller appointment as soon as you walk in the door is you want to make sure you're connecting with them. 
don't rush into the numbers. Don't rush into like, you know, talking about a possible offer or what that offer could be. Don't don't rush into that. Try to look around their home. Try to look around what is it that they have, they own, they've done that you can connect with. Do they fish? Do they golf? Do they, I don't know, whatever the hell, they like certain books, they, you know, maybe certain politics, whatever it is that you feel you can connect with, do so. Look for that point. Look for a connection. Don't look at, again, don't be transactional because if you can find things that are in common between you guys, you start building trust, right? And now they're like, oh, this person likes so-and-so just like I do. We have something in common. And when people have things in common, they're more likely to do business together. So that's one of the things every time I go to an appointment, the first thing I'm doing, I'm always scoping out the whole house. I'm trying to find what is it that they have that we can find in common. And sometimes when you go to certain properties that, you know, maybe they're really old or whatever it may be. And it's like, I don't know, you know, we're obviously not going to have a lot in common. Try to find something that you can at least know something about and make it be something that you guys have in common, all right? That, that's the biggest thing with negotiating and everything is like, if you're focused on negotiating, you're already doing it wrong. You got to be focused on connecting. You got to be focused on building that rapport, building that connection with the homeowner, uh, being able to see what it is that they're doing and all these things. Where Where is it that you guys have some overlap? And with this overlap, you can actually build something on top of. So what this connecting does is actually makes them invest their time in you, right? So now they're investing time. They're talking. You guys are conversating. You're going back and forth. And you got to think about it this way. Like, if you've done marketing for any level of any amount of time, you've probably seen that you come across sellers that are like, you know, they, they're fed up with talking to investors, right? Because they've been doing this for so long with so many different people that they're just tired of doing that. So if you can get them essentially tired of talking to people with you, but you build that good connection, they won't talk to other investors. They're going to talk to you. You understand? They're going to have more invested with you. So that's what you want them to do. You want them to invest their time with you. And the best way people invest their time is when they talk about themselves or they talk about things they're interested in. You understand? So you got to find those things and make sure that they're investing a lot of time with you. Make sure you are subscribed to this channel to not miss the coming episodes as we continue to build on this topic. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. So now you're with the homeowner. You guys are talking, you're connecting, you know, whatever it may be that you're connected over. Um, I've connected with sellers on history. I, I walked into a seller of, uh, a few months back and they had a lot of books on, you know, the Abraham Lincoln, Winston Churchill, like a lot of great leaders in the past and stuff like that. So we just started talking about history and I just was asking them like, based on what you've read, like, how do you see, you know, everything that's going on right now based on those types of leaders and all that stuff. So it's not necessarily something that I know a lot about, but it was something that I can, I know that they know a lot about. So I got them talking about it. Right. So we were able to get some real good connection that way. So once we established that connection, we were able to, now I move into the next technique, which is determine their true motivation. Why is it they really want to sell their home? Why is it they really need to sell their home? And I've covered this before in the previous videos, but cash isn't it. You understand? Like cash is always a means to an end. Like nobody wants just $100,000 in cash sitting on their nightstand that they can look at every night. It does absolutely nothing there. It's what is it that they can do with that 100000 right? 
So it's what is their true motivation? What is it that they need? And this is where you can show them and educate them on how it is that working with an investor is going to be much better for them depending on what it is that they need, right? Working with an investor, you have the ease of working with an investor that's just one person, right? You're dealing with one investor. They're coming to your house one time. They're looking at the property. They're giving you an offer. You accept it. We close on the deal. That's it. You're done. Versus if you're dealing with an agent, right? Now you probably have multiple people walking your property. You got to see what different offers. You got to keep your property ready for listing. Um, you, you're going to have inspections. You're going to have appraisals. You're going to have, it's going to take a certain amount of time to close the lender, all these middlemen and all these moving parts. For some sellers, that is the best way to go because all they care about is that top dollar in their house. There's no motivation. There's no nothing there. So that's fine. Let them go with an, a, an agent. We want to find the people that that's not really what they want to do. That's not really the option, the road they want to go down. Because then at that point, now you're dealing with it's either you or another investor that's going to get this, right? So now you want to find that true motivation. And a lot of it is educating them, showing them what are the benefits of going with an agent versus what are the benefits of going with an investor, right? And when you can show that, you can kind of determine which way they're leaning. Right. If they lean more towards the agent, you know, it's going to be much harder to rope them over because, I mean, with an agent, if they don't care about being on the market, they don't care about having people walk through the property, they don't care about any of those things. They're always going to get more money from an agent, you know, listening on the market than they are dealing with you. But sometimes, like I said, going with an investor, you get all those added benefits of speed. You deal with one person, we decide on a price, that's the price we're closing on. There's no inspections, there's no appraisals. It's just straight, right? It's a simple deal. And then you start seeing like, what is the speed that they need to sell in, right? Maybe they need more time. Maybe they need to close and you need to lease it back to them so they have a few weeks to be able to move out. Maybe it's the terms of the sell, right? Maybe you can always negotiate things with them. Maybe it's they need help. So this is something that not many people provide. It's you need help packing. You need help moving. You need a, a, an estate sale, somebody to help you sell all these things. We as investors, we're very resourceful. We can provide you with those services. I'm not saying that agents aren't. Of course, agents should be as resourceful. But these are also benefits that you can provide them. You can help them from A to Z and make it as easy as possible for them where they don't have to do anything. You don't have to do any repairs on the house. You don't have to clean your house. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is just let me in once. We walk through the property. We get, you know, everything that we need and it's done. And the other technique that you can, that you should use while you're going to seller appointments and everything is thinking about working together. All right. Don't look at it as you are negotiating against them. Look at it as you two are working together to come up with uh, different different options for them to be able to take in order to sell their home. If you guys are working together, you don't have to negotiate. You understand? It gets to a point where you guys are trying to figure out the best course for them and you're doing this together. And whatever that amounts to is what it amounts to. I've, I've gotten deals on the contract that they wanted 140 and we got it for 70. You understand? And they were so happy that we were able to do the deal with them. And that was literally half of what they actually wanted. You understand? Because we actually started working together and we started figuring out like what I do a lot on my seller appointments is educate them. 
I'm educating them. I'm walking as I walk through the property. I'm showing them like, you know, yeah, if you were to try to list it, this would be a problem. You have foundation issues, so it won't qualify for traditional financing. Or you have this, or this needs to be updated, or this needs to be fixed. You know, these things need to be changed. This is really old. This is out of, um, you know, it's no longer passing code. Like I start educating them and showing them what are these things because a lot of people they don't understand. They're they're this is not their business. So you are trying to help them out. You're getting on their side and showing them like, look, if you were to list, these are the things that you need to keep in mind. You have no idea how many times they're so grateful that we were there to educate them and help them out. They're like, I didn't know. I didn't know that was even a thing. And when I always hear people, they say, they're like, yeah, but they have an offer. They say my offer was way too low. You know, it's like, well, your offer should be at what it should, what it needs to be, right? Which is what that house needs to sell at in the conditions that it's in. It couldn't have been way too low. If it's way too low, it's because they want way too much and they don't understand that their house is not worth that. So you need to work together. You need to get on the same side of the table, come to a solution together, show them, educate them, help them understand why it is that their home is not worth that. Because all they're going to do, if if you guys are that far off, they're just going to be spinning their wheels and wasting time and getting more frustrated because they're not able to get this imaginary number that is not actually real, right? It's not accurate. So it's your job to make sure that you help them and you help them understand, educate them, and walk them through the process. So on the next video, I'm actually going to be sharing how we make offers. And we're going to be going, making offers over the phone, making offers in person, it, you know, getting the contracts. Should you uh, email them the contracts? Should you do the contracts in person? We're going to go over that. So if you were interested in that video, make sure you're hitting subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you get notified the next time that video drops. So like I told you at the beginning, how is it that you're going to be able to make sure you're not losing deals to other investors? By applying these techniques that I laid out, you're actually building enough trust, enough rapport, enough credibility with these people that when another investor comes, if you've done this right, they're going to go right back to you and ask or tell you exactly what happened. Like, hey, so-and-so came by. They offered this much. You know, or this and this happened. I don't know. Does that make sense? They're coming to you now because remember, you you got on the same side. You guys are working it together. So I always tell people, I always leave. If I didn't get that property on the contract that day, I always tell them like, look, if you get other offers, if you get anything, let me know. I'll be glad to review them with you and make sure that you're getting the best protection. You're getting exactly what you. When you do that, they the majority of the time they don't even want to deal with somebody else. I've had sellers that literally just tell me like, yeah, I've had other people call by, tell them that, uh, you know, I'm not interested anymore because they're working with us. That's why these techniques are so powerful. You're building that trust, you're building that rapport, and now it's making you the only person they even want. So I hope you guys enjoyed all this stuff. Again, we're going to be dropping a lot more videos. Here's a whole series on dealing with sellers. And here's another series that I put together on how to get started and doing more real estate. So with that being said, hope you guys enjoyed it. Now, catch you all in the next one.
So if you're marketing for real estate leads, there's actually a right and a wrong way uh, when it comes to handling seller appointments. And if you are not converting as many deals as you would like to be, most likely you're probably doing it the wrong way. In this episode, I'm actually going to share with you the techniques that you should implement to not just convert more deals, but to convert better deals when you are going to your seller appointments, when you're dealing with your sellers. So with that, let's get into the show. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. Hey guys, this is John Barbera with an investor's journey podcast. And we pride ourselves in bringing you pretty much all the real stuff that's working for us in our business. As we grow and scale, we learn techniques, we do different things that are working right now in this market, and we bring them to you. Uh, we share everything with you. So if you ever have any questions or anything, you can always reach out to us. We're always here to help out. And if you're enjoying all this stuff, all this content, make sure to hit subscribe and give us a thumbs up as it helps us get more reach and get out there in front of more people. So, uh, you know, we help you, you help us. Now, this video is a continuation on a series that I've been doing on dealing with sellers. You can find the link up here. It's also going to be down below in the description. Um, we're going everything, you know, as far as the calls, you know, what to say, how to determine whether they're motivated. We've gone over so many things when you're speaking to sellers. So make sure you're checking out that series. So you have all the th things that are working right now that are working for us as we generate our deals day in and day out. Um, make sure you check out that series. It's really going to help you. And in case you did not know, you can actually join our text community. This is where you can text us one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, if you live in San Antonio, you can actually join our property tours as we walk deals that we're buying, deals that we bought, we're renovating, we're building, whatever it is. You can walk it with us, ask us all the questions. We'll tell you how we found them, how we're funding them, how we're fixing them, contractors, everything. The good, the bad, everything. So in order to do that, just text YouTube. 210-794-9898 and you will be a part of the community and you can even text us directly like if you have a problem and any any issues any holdups that you're having in your business you shoot us a text and we'll make sure to help you out and if you stick around to the end when we start wrapping up this uh this episode i'm actually going to share with you how you can use these techniques to make sure you don't lose your deals to other investors that come in behind you and stuff like that that are trying to poach deals we're going to teach you how to make sure that that doesn't happen. So what you got to keep in mind when you are going to seller appointments, when you're talking to seller, when you're you're doing all this, is that if the only thing that's in your head is another transaction, this is just another transaction, another paycheck, something like that, you're not going to be in the right mindset to be able to get the deal, right? You got to be going into all of your appointments, into all your negotiations and communication with sellers as a person that's there to help them out. You're there to give them, provide a service of resources, information, and things that's going to actually help out the seller 
figure out what what the solution will be to their problem right now, which is their home, right? Or maybe a situation that they're in that selling their home is going to resolve. You got to go in with that mindset. You got to go in with more of a service mindset of more of how can I help them? What can I do to provide them more value? How can I reassure them that we can handle all of their issues, right? If you go with that mindset, your whole technique, everything, all of these things are going to make so much more sense and they're going to work much, much better. So the first technique that you want to make sure you implement every seller appointment as soon as you walk in the door is you want to make sure you're connecting with them. Don't rush into the numbers. Don't rush into like, you know, talking about a possible offer or what that offer could be. Don't don't rush into that. Try to look around their home. Try to look around what is it that they have, they own, they've done that you can connect with. Do they fish? Do they golf? Do they, I don't know, whatever the hell, they like certain books, they, you know, maybe certain politics, whatever it is that you feel you can connect with, do so. Look for that point. Look for a connection. Don't look at, again, don't be transactional because if you can find things that are in common between you guys, you start building trust, right? And now they're like, oh, this person likes so-and-so just like I do. We have something in common. And when people have things in common, they're more likely to do business together. So that's one of the things every time I go to an appointment, the first thing I'm doing, I'm always scoping out the whole house. I'm trying to find what is it that they have that we can find in common. And sometimes when you go to certain properties that, you know, maybe they're really old or whatever it may be. And it's like, I don't know, you know, we're obviously not going to have a lot in common. Try to find something that you can at least know something about and make it be something that you guys have in common, all right? That, that's the biggest thing with negotiating and everything is like, if you're focused on negotiating, you're already doing it wrong. You gotta be focused on connecting. You gotta be focused on building that rapport, building that connection with the homeowner, uh, being able to see what it is that they're doing and all these things, where, where is it that you guys have some overlap? And with this overlap, you can actually build something on top of. So what this connecting does is actually makes them invest their time in you, right? So now they're investing time. They're talking. You guys are conversating. You're going back and forth. And you got to think about it this way. Like, if you've done marketing for any level of any amount of time, you've probably seen that you come across sellers that are like, you know, they, they're fed up with talking to investors, right? Because they've been doing this for so long with so many different people that they're just tired of doing that. So if you can get them essentially tired of talking to people with you, but you build that good connection, they won't talk to other investors. They're going to talk to you. You understand? They're going to have more invested with you. So that's what you want them to do. You want them to invest their time with you. And the best way people invest their time is when they talk about themselves or they talk about things they're interested in. You understand? So you got to find those things and make sure that they're investing a lot of time with you. Make sure you are subscribed to this channel to not miss the coming episodes as we continue to build on this topic. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. So now you're with the homeowner. You guys are talking, you're connecting, you know, whatever it may be that you're connected over. Um, I've connected with sellers on history. I, I walked into a seller a, a few months back and they had a lot of books on, you know, the Abraham Lincoln, Winston Churchill, like a lot of great leaders in the past and stuff like that. So we just started talking about history and I just was asking them, like, based on what you've read, like, how do you see you know, everything that's going on right now based on those types of leaders and all that stuff. So it's not necessarily something that I know a lot about, 
but it was something that I can, I know that they know a lot about. So I got them talking about it. Right. So we were able to get some real good connection that way. So once we established that connection, we were able to, now I move into the next technique, which is determine their true motivation. Why is it they really want to sell their home? Why is it they really need to sell their home? And I've covered this before in the previous videos, but cash isn't it. You understand? Like cash is always a means to an end. Like nobody wants just $100,000 in cash sitting on their nightstand that they can look at every night. It does absolutely nothing there. It's what is it that they can do with that 100000 right? So it's what is their true motivation? What is it that they need? And this is where you can show them and educate them on how it is that working with an investor is going to be much better for them depending on what it is that they need, right? Working with an investor, you have the ease of working with an investor that's just one person, right? You're dealing with one investor. They're coming to your house one time. They're looking at the property. They're giving you an offer. You accept it. We close on the deal. That's it. You're done. Versus if you're dealing with an agent, right? Now you probably have multiple people walking your property. You got to see what different offers. You got to keep your property ready for listing. Um, you, you're going to have inspections. You're going to have appraisals. You're going to have, it's going to take a certain amount of time to close, the lender, all these middlemen and all these moving parts. For some sellers, that is the best way to go because all they care about is that top dollar in their house. There's no motivation. There's no nothing there. So that's fine. Let them go with an, a, an agent. We want to find the people that that's not really what they want to do. That's not really the option, the road they want to go down because then at that point, now you're dealing with it's either you or another investor that's going to get this, right? So now you want to find that true motivation. And a lot of it is educating them, showing them what are the benefits of going with an agent versus what are the benefits of going with an investor, right? And when you can show that, you can kind of determine which way they're leaning, right? If they lean more towards the agent, you know, it's going to be much harder to rope them over because, I mean, with an agent, if they don't care about being on the market, they don't care about having people walk through the property, they don't care about any of those things, they're always going to get more money from an agent, you know, listening on the market than they are dealing with you. But sometimes, like I said, going with an investor, you get all those added benefits of speed, you deal with one person, we decide on a price, that's the price we're closing on, there's no inspections, there's no appraisals, it's just straight, right? It's a simple deal. And then you start seeing like, what is the speed that they need to sell in, right? Maybe they need more time. Maybe they need to close and you need to lease it back to them. So they have a few weeks to be able to move out. Maybe it's the terms of the sell, right? Maybe you can always negotiate things with them. Maybe it's, they need help. So this is something that not many people provide. It's, you need help packing. You need help moving. You need a, uh, an estate sale, somebody to help you sell all these things. We as investors, we're very resourceful. We can provide you with those services. I'm not saying that agents aren't. Of course, agents should be as resourceful, but these are also benefits that you can provide them. You can help them from A to Z and make it as easy as possible for them, but they don't have to do anything. You don't have to do any repairs on the house. You don't have to clean your house. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is just let me in once. We walk through the property, we get, you know, everything that we need and it's done. And the other technique that you can, that you should use while you're going to seller appointments and everything is thinking about working together. All right. Don't look at it as you are negotiating against them. Look at it as you two are working together to come up with 
different opportunity, different options for them to be able to take in order to sell their home. If you guys are working together, you don't have to negotiate. You understand? It gets to a point where you guys are trying to figure out the best course for them and you're doing this together. And whatever that amounts to is what it amounts to. I've I've gotten deals on the contract that they wanted 140 and we got it for 70. You understand? And they were so happy that we were able to do the deal with them. And that was literally half of what they actually wanted. You understand? Because we actually started working together and we started figuring out like what I do a lot on my seller appointments is educate them. I'm educating them. I'm walking as I walk through the property, I'm showing them like you know, yeah, if you were to try to list it, this would be a problem. You have foundation issues, so it won't qualify for traditional financing. Or you have this, or this needs to be updated, or this needs to be fixed. You know, these things need to be changed. This is really old. This is out of, um, you know, it's no longer passing code. Like, I start educating them and showing them what are these things because a lot of people, they don't understand. They're, they're, this is not their business. So you are trying to help them out. You're getting on their side and showing them, like, look, if you were to list... These are the things that you need to keep in mind. You have no idea how many times they're so grateful that we were there to educate them and help them out. They're like, I didn't know. I didn't know that was even a thing. And when I always hear people, they say, they're like, yeah, but they have an offer. They say my offer was way too low. You know, it's like, well, your offer should be at what it should, what it needs to be, right? Which is what that house needs to sell at in the conditions that it's in. It couldn't have been way too low. If it's way too low, it's because they want way too much and they don't understand that their house is not worth that so you need to work together you need to get on the same side of the table come to a solution together show them educate them help them understand why it is that their home is not worth that because all they're going to do if, if you guys are that far off they're just going to be spinning their wheels and wasting time and get more frustrated because they're not able to get this imaginary number that is not actually real right it's not accurate so it's your job to make sure that you help them and you help them understand, educate them, and walk them through the process. So on the next video, I'm actually going to be sharing how we make offers. And we're going to be going, making offers over the phone, making offers in person, it, you know, getting the contracts. Should you uh, email them the contracts? Should you do the contracts in person? We're going to go over that. So if you were interested in that video, make sure you're hitting subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get notified the next time that video drops. So like I told you at the beginning, how is it that you're going to be able to make sure you're not losing deals to other investors? By applying these techniques that I laid out, you're actually building enough trust, enough rapport, enough credibility with these people that when another investor comes, if you've done this right, they're going to go right back to you and ask or tell you exactly what happened. Like, hey, so-and-so came by, they offered this much, you know, or this and this happened. I don't know. Does that make sense? They're coming to you now because remember, you you got on the same side. You guys are working it together. So I always tell people, I always leave. If I didn't get that property on the contract that day, I always tell them like, look, if you get other offers, if you get anything, let me know. I'll be glad to review them with you and make sure that you're getting the best protection. You're getting exactly what you want. When you do that, they the majority of the time, they don't even want to deal with somebody else. I've had sellers that li literally just tell me like, yeah, I've had other people call by, tell them that, uh, you know, I'm not interested anymore because they're working with us. That's why these techniques are so powerful. You're building that trust, you're building that rapport, and now it's making you the only person they even want. So I hope you guys enjoyed all this stuff. Again, 
We're going to be dropping a lot more videos. Here's a whole series on dealing with sellers. And here's another series that I put together on how to get started and doing more real estate. So with that being said, hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll catch you all in the next one.